shout out to the sponsor of the show, uh, com. That's uh, com. Make sure you can uh, check out that website. Keep up with Unoya tour dates. Both EPs are up there. All that shit's there. Make sure you check that out. And shout out to XL Drumsticks, uh, the maker of my uh, signature stick, which I have a lot of. So if you want to buy a pair, hit me up. Uh, other than that, I'm joined today by Sarah Scully and Dominic Delaney. What's going on, you guys? What's up? What's up, I'm Chilling. happy to be at a, an award-winning podcast. <laughs> me too. <laughs> yeah. It's an honor, yo. Yeah, it's... Uh, it's different, you know, different vibes. It's it's a little more, it glows a little bit now, you know what <laughs> I mean? And the episode has a little more glow to it. But, um, yeah, I mean, we, we can just jump right into that. Uh, recently, we just came from the Oski Awards. You were there. I yeah. was there. Uh, and we did win an award, or I won. I don't know how this works. I don't really have, I like to say we because it makes me sound bigger. It's a team. But I do everything, so. <laughs> well, we're all, we're all part of a community, I guess. Exactly. So the throne community and, and me has my name on it too. Yeah. So uh, we got an award, our best podcast at the Oski Awards. So shout out to Oski Gonzalez. Always puts up uh, a dope little award show to kind of just um, like support the locals. You know what I'm saying? Like recognize some, some locals for their work, which I think is dope uh, in its own way. You know, having somebody who cares that much to actually reward people for doing what they love, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Oski's, Oski's great. I mean... I just got to play the uh, I played New Orleans. Yeah, because of him. He does um, that I think once a year too. Yeah, that was an amazing experience. I got to bring our friend uh, Quan out with us, who's also be going to be coming as a merch guy on our upcoming tour. Okay. Um, and yeah, I mean the award show was fun. I had a blast. I love that venue. I love Bar Nancy. That place is cool. Is cool as so we were there the a couple nights before uh, doing a show. Um, and we fell in love with the place Great immediately. Venue. If you're looking to play anywhere, if you're looking to go see music, like the people that go there are awesome. They're solely focused on watching music and eating amazing food. Like they're for real. Yeah, highly recommend this place. Best French fries. Cool staff. Best French fries I've ever had serious? anywhere. Are you serious? Yes. I like hands down. I'd put money on it. On their French fries. On their, their French, French fries. fries. They're amazing. I I mean I, you know what I had their fish and chips. And their fries were pretty good. Oh my gosh! It, it tastes how a fry should taste. Yeah, <laughs> tastes uh, like an actual it's, like cooked. It's everything I've ever it's, wanted. Oh my god, it's, it's perfect. In a French fry. Oh my! Or everything I've ever wanted just, in a French just, fry, just perfectly, I, perfectly crisp. I would, I would <laughs> love like, just the right way on right. one side. They I would had love the potato like a skin on it. Right? Yeah, yeah. There was like actual. But very you want a bathtub of these fries? I wouldn't mind. Just dive in. <laughs> just lay in. Just eat one when I eat it. <laughs> Cover me in ketchup. Know? Oh, jeez. Yep. You know what? That's the only way to eat fries, though. Absolutely. I, can't, I can only uh, do fries dry if like I have a, a decent like, Oh, they drink. were so good. You didn't even need anything for them. I don't. Oh. I can't do it. Oh. Even, I, no, need, I even use ketchup. Sauce. But yeah, I didn't need ketchup for every single fry. I had, oh, okay. That's different. Sometimes you should be like, fr- ah, yeah. I'll just grab one. Mm-hmm. Like every five fries, you eat one regular right. fry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is definitely a ratio. Like three to ten fries, you need ketchup. They were that good. Three to ten, yo, that's pretty good. Uh, but Dominic, you also won an award, kind of, right? I did. I, well, I did win the award. You did yes. win. It doesn't necessarily. But you have don't my have name the trophy on it right now. Yes. Um, <laughs> we had Miss Columbia of the Oscar like Awards. An, yeah, we had we had a bit of a Steve Harvey moment, but I mean that that stuff just happens sometimes, and you roll with it. And I'm still there. just, you know. I'm honored to even have been mentioned in the conversation. Yeah. Um, I wish I saw what that. What was the award that you weren't? Oh, you weren't there yet. I wasn't. I wanted to come out. 
Couldn't make it, but I wish I saw that. Okay. Yeah. So what what award was it exactly? I won best solo or duo act. Okay. Uh, okay. For okay, the okay. year and sitting with two award winners. But original when I, I was sitting way in the back, I'm, mm. I'm I'm chilling in the back and I'm you know listening, and uh, I hear that who, who was it? Chris Clark, right? Chris Clark. I think that was his. I, I think, know his name was Chris. Okay. So I, the Chris I, Clark I met him project. Yeah, yeah. I've had him on the show. So I think it was Chris Clark got announced. He came up and did a whole speech. Oh bro. yeah, I know, dude. Like I know, he and did, I was sitting. That's, oh no, he did, you sat there. through the no. whole speech. Yeah. Probably asking like, oh, I, I wasn't. Don't know. I wasn't. He did. I remember just he he got off stage like it was already like about to progress, and then like I think you were setting up before he even yeah, said anything. Because right? I was, I I knew that I was scheduled to play after the second award right. that was going to be handed out, and I knew that the first award was the one I was up for. And, um, I, like, music's never a competition. Right. At the same time. But. At the same time, I'm <laughs> sorry, but there's a part in me that for some reason, I want this fucking trophy. Right, 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 <laughs> right, 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 And so, um, you know, I worked, uh, I think I worked pretty hard throughout the year, and, um, I think that showed in the voting, and it just was just a mix-up of, um, putting Chris's name on the wrong award because he did win an award later on, right? You know, in the night, which was the one he was meant to have won, right? Um, so it was just kind of just a miscommunication. I and you know, it's all the whole point of the award show is for it to be fun and to celebrate the local music scene, right? And everybody, so it's all in good fun. I for someone who really wanted to win the trophy, you like took it like a champ. Like you just were setting um, up and we, stuff during the speech and yeah, shit. Yeah, and you, you got to in, the, in that moment though, did, 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 uh, did you talk to Oski before he announced anything? Like, did you bring um, up the votes I, I, or anything? I talked to Oski, uh, because you up. knew going in, you had the most votes. Yeah, because you kind—I mean—and it was like a wide margin. It wasn't by one or two. Right. Yeah. And so, I mean, I, I met up with Oski uh, <laughs> going into the place because I got there early just to uh, run my guitar real quick and make sure everything was working. Yeah. And um, we just talked for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Talked about New Orleans and that whole trip, and had some laughs and had a drink and whatnot. And then um, he got occupied by other people. And all the trophies were set up on that table. Yeah. And I totally went over and tried to see. Oh. <laughs> he had tape over I tried, it, though, right? There were tapes over the name, and I wasn't going to take it off. Of but course. I was kind of like, hmm, I wonder. I actually, I saw yours. Yeah. And and I ran into you after seeing your trophy, and I didn't say anything about it because I wanted, I didn't know if you knew or not. Right. And so I, I didn't want to say anything, but... um. Yeah. Well, thanks for not spoiling the surprise. No spoilers out here, you know. Yeah, absolutely. You can, like that's the whole that's the whole fun. <laughs> Keep and it then in I, the I, I, had, I was dressed to the nines. Yeah, dude, you were rocking a fucking suit. I out saw here. it. I was Did I was impressed. Him? I was impressed. Yeah, I saw the pictures this yeah, morning. I was man. like, look at him looking all spiffy. Dude, he was probably like. Even more because I put on this fucking suit. <laughs> like, <laughs> he rocked yeah. that suit, man. No, you bad. did rock that look. That was a good look. Uh, one of my one of my friends told me that I uh, looked like Chris Cornell, so I'll take that you compliment. Did, I, I, I kind of feel more like Dave Grohl. Ooh, I'll take that one too. A little I'll bit. I'll take both I'll, of those. Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. I mean, yeah, I don't really particularly look like anybody, which is kind of lame. I wish. Well, I, I mean, like, that's great. You're you're unique, but also like. It's also like like people are already familiar with the look, you know what I mean. So it's like a bit of a comfort factor there, right? I don't know. 
That could just be me thinking, like overthinking it. Right. But Sarah, I've never spoken to you. This is actually the first time we've met. I know. I've never seen one of your sets. I've seen Dominic. I've seen him at Oski, and I've seen him, I think, at another uh, show once. I don't know if it was at Churchill's or not, but um, it might have been. <laughs> but Most how likely. long have, have you been like a, a solo artist, or are you in a band? Um, well, right now I'm I'm still in a project. I'm still in my I'm in a project called the Quacks. Okay, and we do we're like a long distance project. My partner and I have been playing together for seven years. He decided he was going to move out to Colorado, but we still keep it going. Right. Um, I'm kind of keeping up our music as well as I play my own stuff alongside that, just to kind of get it out there. Yeah. You know, I don't I don't feel like our project got to go as far here as it could have and i'd like to help it get there so is there a scene in colorado do you travel there often um i've been out there one time since he's moved Uh and we're planning on we're planning on doing a colorado tour like getting back together and touring colorado sometime this year that's fucking dope yeah so uh yeah, we want to make that happen again. We want to make it more consistent than what it is right now. But so it's a two-piece band, kind of like two, White yeah. Stripes type deal? Yeah, it's a two-piece band, It's uh, but instead of having like the Meg White, the drummer, we have uh, it's two acoustic guitars. Oh, two, shit. Two vocals and two acoustic guitars. Okay. Yeah. So you guys do harmonies and shit like yeah, that? Yeah, we have an EP out. It's a candle yeah, EP. Plug it. Yeah, Um you can find us on iTunes. You could even go to YouTube. It should be under, you know, that topic. So Quacks and the, the quacks. EP is Q- called U- Candle? Yep, Q-U-A-X. Oh, and okay, okay, okay. Yeah. okay. I was thinking... I got, it all, I got it on my arm. I was for that, real? Yeah, I was that person. I went out. It's the closest thing to a girl's name I'll ever have on me. Is, Damn, it might as well say Josh Hamilton's name. That's right, my right, dude right, right there. <laughs> he's my... He's he's phenomenal. I mean, I... It's It's... I'm not trying to hype it up or whatever, but I'm trying to hype it up. I, I actually enjoy listening to our own yeah, you know, dude. EP. You know, I'm actually I'm yeah. proud of it. You know, I'd go check it out. That's fucking dope. Yeah, I think I think you'd enjoy it. For sure, dude. So uh, when did it come out? It came out two years ago. Damn, I think that's two years. That's 2018 at yep, this point? 2018, like okay. middle of 2018. Our first... Uh, wow, okay. So our first EP dropped uh, 2017, like... I think end of it. So basically like two years ago too. And, uh, it's always a uh, fun taking like a trip down memory lane. You know, you know where you were like recording it and stuff. Oh, and- definitely. Every single moment of that. <coughs> and that's probably why I personally enjoy listening to it because it was yeah. special. He had dropped that. He was moving out to Colorado right after we recorded the EP. So I was oh, kind of, man. it was so bittersweet to go in there. So like side note in every, like there's some songs where I just got done crying and I just got done telling, the producer i don't think i could i don't think i'm gonna be able to sing he's like no just do it you could do it so i just got done like just it was it was it was surreal because i'm remembering every moment that we wrote the song together i'm remembering where where we were in our head you know what was going on and it's just when we were recording it it's just crazy so i could i just think about that every time i listen to it i'm just like think about being in the studio how much fun it was how bittersweet it was but Quacks aren't dead yet. Just right. trying to keep it going for now until we can get back together and do more consistent shows. So how long were you guys doing the road and, and writing music before you actually hit the studio? Um, well, we never actually did a tour together, but we played all across, like, you know, our town, like South Florida, like yeah, our local Yeah, I mean, that's scene. still touring to me. Yeah, like, this you know, is a Florida tour, the, the tour that you guys have planned, and it's still, it's still a tour. Yeah, it's semi, yeah. But um, yeah, this we never got that far. A little more adventurous 
There's a lot of dates back schedule. to back to back. Are you guys? We gotta get we gotta get into this, but I don't want to lose track with the with the quacks. Oh yeah. So how so how long were you guys playing together before you went into the studio? Did it take you a while, or did you guys like? Yeah, we were playing together for a minute. Okay. We were playing together for a minute. I, it was like we had already known each other going on four or five years. We've been playing together at that wow. point. Yeah, it took us a minute. Did you I, have we to pay to for find... studio time, or did you do something in-house, like try and buy some of your own equipment, or did you just rent no, studio time? No, we actually time? were recorded um, by, I don't know if you know this person, Daniel Colombo. I've heard that. I feel like I've heard that name. Grenade Face? No, I don't know. That's the... I don't remember shit, though. I have an awful memory for someone who <laughs> podcasts. Yeah, I mean, look up that band. He, I know he was a member of Grenade <clears throat> Face, um, but we were recorded by by him. He, mm-hmm. did, a, he did a great job. He's a, He was... I don't know if he's still continuing to do that. I know he took a break to tour with his band. But, yeah, uh, what was the question? <laughs> no, 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 yeah, just how track. long it took you guys to get into the studio. And, uh, yeah, basically if you had rented studio time or not. Yeah, we did. And uh, Was the, it an expensive process? I mean, because, you know, it, no drums or anything like that. Like, how long did it take you guys to record your EP? Oh, five days. Oh, okay, nice, nice, Five nice. days. It was very reasonably <clears throat> priced. And uh, the most special part about it was we didn't we paid with all the money that was made by people coming out to support us. So thank you for nice. everybody that supports local music. That's what it does. You you make EPs. For real, for, for real. For people that are struggling to be able to do something like that. So That's fucking awesome, dude. The importance of having like Oski Awards and stuff is yeah. that's that's why we need that kind of stuff cuz you make people make people's dreams by it. Yeah, and at the same time, you know, there's a lot of people that I didn't know that were there that I, you know, you network with a lot of different genres at events like that. Because usually when you're playing shows, it's a lot of people on the bill that are around, like, your kind of music. You see a lot of the same faces at shows, like, especially for metal bands and stuff like that. You know, metal bands are, metal is its own kind of thing. It's a cult following. Well, and metal, like, metal is huge (laughs) down here. And that's one thing. In its own way. Yeah. But it used to be way bigger, man, like. If you were part of the scene when I first first got with Unoya, which was 2016, right? That's when we did our first show. My first show was in, uh, we got booked by Oski, you know, and uh, I mean we were playing the back, the back uh, of Churchill's, you know what I'm right. saying? Like yeah, that little yeah, back, yeah, yeah. back, you know, before it's set up how it is now. Before it used to be set up like the stage was uh, on, on like you know how you walk and the stage is like straight forward, right? It used to it's be the, on this yeah, left. Yeah. And then the benches used to be facing it this way. So, you know, we were playing this stage. This is my first show ever, and it's the 37th anniversary of Churchill's. It's the the most packed that I'd ever seen Churchill's. I think to this day was that day. And, like, like you couldn't get through, like, the main the main stage area was packed. Like, you couldn't get through. You had to, that like, shuffle your amazing. way through there. And the band on stage, they had a stand-up bass going yeah. with, like, a, uh, I don't know, like, a bunch of acoustic instruments. I think a violin and shit. Like, it was lit, the shit they had going on. It was, like, some Irish-sounding type shit. People were fucking pitting to it. Like, it was savage. So I had to bring in my equipment through all that bullshit. It's my first show. I'm, like, fucking, like, going through, like, the motions, dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> the classic, right? And then I get there, get all my stuff, and then I don't have my drum key. So I flip the oh. fuck out. I run out to the car, dude, all this bullshit. I had to park, like, down the street because it was... Like, you couldn't find parking. You know, they had that big parking lot. You can always oh, rely yeah. on it. And then, it was then they got all fun. the locals on the street, too. Oh, like, yeah, like, oh, trying to hustle bucks, you, dude. 15 bucks, bro. You'll dude, I, we, got, we ended up, I, I ended up getting harassed by some Haitian dude that night. You know what I mean? Yep. So, I mean, you know, it just is what it is in that area. You know, the the, the, the local community, they, that's how they make some bread sometimes, right. I guess, man. But it's not too bad don't now. Now, I don't. <laughs> right? Now, uh, 
It's not too bad. I park next to Sweat Records if I can mm-hmm. get there early enough, dude. That I'll go to. I'll pull up to Churchill's early just to make sure I don't have to pay for parking, dude. You know, just park next to Sweat and we're yeah. good. Uh, but so I run out to the car. I couldn't find it. I run back and like I finally have to tell like uh, my singer like, "Yo, man, I don't have my drum key." And he's like, "And you know, Alex is kind of like the hard ass of the band. You know what I mean? Right. Like, kind of like the guy who." Make sure that everyone's in line and shit. You know, Keep practicing it. and stuff. You know, keeping it's five. It was Sergeant. five people. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I'm I'm expecting to get my ass chewed out. Like, dude, come on, man. It's the first show you get your drum key, and he's just like pulls one out of his pocket. He's like, I knew you might forget it, and that's so he awesome. had it. He just came out clutch as fuck. There you go. See, that's, dude, that's yeah. why he's the sergeant. Yeah, exactly, dude. So I fucking like like that that fucking anxiety, the heart drop, like. Oof, got it. All right, so I fixed my shit, and then like, yo, playing in the back, we had like forty people packed in there, dude. Like it was, it was like sardines, bro. Like, it was hot, and like uh, we did. That was our first show, so we did a cover, you know, pat out the right. set. It was a uh, toxicity, so everyone knew the words to that shit, oh. dude. And people were singing, like it was. There's nothing like that hype. Yeah, That's no, so dude. Cool. It was like for my first show, like it was quite the fucking experience. Like as shitty as it was, like we we're supposed to play at one, we played at two. Oh, you know what I mean? Like Miami time for, for real, for real. That's one of the things. Uh, like for instance, like with this. All right, so this being my second DIY tour. Yeah. I have been telling both Sarah and our merch guy, Du Parks, who is Quan, uh, uh, I've been telling them everything that can go wrong will go wrong. And that's just the nature of the beast. For sure. And the whole, the one of the biggest parts of the whole experience is how you persevere through those. Like, you, you blow a tire. Well, we got to fix it because we got a show to get to. Right. You know, and it, that's where it comes down to you really find that you dig deep because this is something you're passionate about and this is something you want to do. And it's something that uh, the biggest thing is you have to be- truly, truly, titanically believe that the music you're making is worth sharing with people. And. To me, and I, I would—I don't want to speak for you, but I would assume you as well. I think we both believe that this music is worth the effort to go out and share it with people. Hopefully, you know this is a Florida tour. Hopefully, there's many more after it. You know, so yeah, I'm honestly like super jelly because like <laughs> a five-piece band, you know, working day jobs and stuff like that. It's it 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 would be hard for us to do something like this, you know. That's one of the things is I get asked a lot about <coughs> if um if I would if I want a band and of course the answer is yes. Mm-hmm. Um and I have friends, I have a couple friends that I jam with and we've jammed on my songs and they sound good. It's the fact of the matter is I am impatient. I want to go. I want to play. I want to do the shows. And for some people, that commitment is too much. Understandably, uh, some people have mortgages. Some people have wives. Some people have kids. You know, And I get that. Uh, me, I've decided that I was always told to never half-ass something. So if I'm going to do it, I might as well do it to 100%. And if there's anybody else who wants to join me at 100%, like Sarah, like Du Parks, 
come along for the ride. Let's do it. Um, and I love my friends that I jam with, but when it comes down to it, 90% is not good enough. At least not for me. Because this is... When, when it comes down to it, life is finite. So fucking go as fast as you can. Do what you want. Make it the best you can. If If people are telling you that you can't make money playing music, that you can't go on tour, fuck them. I booked this tour by calling people, emailing people, and we're making money on this tour. We're coming back with with cash in our pocket. And that's something that, you know, it's not a, a, a living wage, but it's still something that we we have the ability to say, it's possible to do this. And anybody else who wants to do this can do it as well. That's really fucking cool, man. I mean, the DIY aspect of it is so uh, commonplace nowadays, though. Like, as far as for our EPs and stuff, we did everything in-house. Because, mm. uh, you know, you do in-house what you can, you know what I mean? There's people who pay a manager to, to book a tour like this right. versus you guys doing it yourselves. Or there's people who have their own studio set up and don't have to worry about a producer, but they'll pay a manager or right. vice versa. You know, they don't have studio time, but they'll book their own tour. You know, so I think, uh, yeah, at nowadays it's a lot um, easier with social media and stuff to put yourself out there and shit than I think back in the day you had to have like a song on the radio or mm-hmm. you had to have a manager or you something like that. that versus yeah, now physical LP out or something. Yeah. Do you guys find that it's harder to promote yourself without something like a music video or a single out or something like that? Um... Well, I think I think we talked about this briefly last time we chatted with the availability of music now and the availability to create and put out and distribute your music. There's such a huge population of different artists where it's hard to stand out. Yeah. And you need something that you need something that is the asterisk on your name, you know, um, whether it be your songwriting, your musicianship, your work ethic, your stage performance, whatever it be. Um, I think for me, I know that like if you if you go and try and find my songs on YouTube, you'll find them, and it's that still image of the album cover. I don't have any music videos yet. Um, other than that, you'll just find stage videos. And that's one thing that I felt growing up I wasn't good enough at was being on stage and being in front of people. I never had stage fright, mm-hmm. but I just felt like I could have done better. Like your stage every, presence wasn't Yeah, 100%. every time I got off stage, people would be telling me, like, great job, good show, all that stuff. And I'd be like, mm I don't think so. Right. And I'm starting to get to a point where I I, I don't want to say I'm getting into like a routine, but I know what works and what doesn't. And it's part also like learning how to work a crowd, how to um, even, you know, one of the things, for instance, one of my friends who is a great musician won't play a show if there's just one person in the room. Whereas I'll play a show to one person the same way I play to a thousand people because that's that's 
what it's about. It's it's if anything, that's more of an even personal, more personal connection through the song. Is like, hey, I'm I'm looking you in the damn eyes. This song's for you, motherfucker. Like, uh, <laughs> not only you. Yeah, that's like, very like very personal. <laughs> yeah, like we're getting personal here, <laughs> and you know, even there's like. That's the thing. If you're going to try, if you want to play live music, you need to accept the fact that at some point you're going to play to essentially an empty room. You'll play to sometimes just the bartenders. That's just the nature of the beast. And you, but it's through those connections that you make. Because, for instance, that bartender might love your music. Hey, I know this place that fits your genre perfectly. Go here. Set, tell them I sent you, you know, s- stuff like that. Just kind of yep. working your way into the the family of live music. And that's what we're gonna have to do when we go on tour. We're gonna have to. We're gonna be in cities that are not our local city that we're used to having. Like, oh, come out and you have you know your people come. We're gonna have to go and hustle for people to come to our show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna have to get out there and hey, strike up a conversation. Then weasel. Out, hey, we're gonna be here tonight. You know, come check us out. Yeah, shit, man. That's that's something that it takes a uh, like. If you're not a people person or whatever, like it takes work. You gotta be. You gotta play the part when you're trying to. When you're desperate for people in a city you don't know to come out and see you and give you a shot instead of. I don't know. It's gonna be interesting. It's, let's never... talk. Let's talk about the dates. Let's let's for let's sure. plug the dates. Let's. Uh, do you guys want to go down the list? And can you say if you've played there or not as uh, you go down? We have uh, it, every single show. Other than O'Malley's, oh. I think O'Malley. No, you played Nobby's. Shout out Let's to O'Malley's. Okay. I might have to come check you guys out at O'Malley's. That's gonna be, be a awesome. fun one. Uh, we can't even. So that's gonna be. We're gonna have a special headliner. We can't announce who they are yet, but that's gonna be a fun one. So we're gonna open that one. But uh, the first night of the tour um, is January twenty fourth. And that's at Orlando Brewing Company, obviously in Orlando. Never been there before. Nice. Um, my friends in Del Pelson were just there. They're, Is that a band? Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. I thought that was like some weird city. <laughs> I did too. <laughs> like yeah, Del no, Pelson. Del Pelson. Never heard of they're, city. they're a groovy band. Um, I I've had their sticker on my guitar case for like two years, and I've I just recently, like four months ago, got to play with them nice. for the first time, and it was super cool. So that'll be at where? That'll be at the uh, Orlando Brewing Company. Okay, that's the 24th? Yeah, it's January 24th. And then the next day, so these next two days, actually these next three days are a little odd. Okay. The next day um, is a challenge day. What's a challenge day? We have these three days that were terrible. They were hard to book. We, we were thinking Daytona, we were thinking Cocoa Beach, we were thinking Gainesville, and all these places, and we couldn't book for these three days. It's a Saturday, Sunday, and a Monday. So what we've decided to do is challenge days. Since there's three of us on the tour, and three days that are kind of fucked up, everybody gets a challenge day where you pretty much get a list of challenges that you have to complete ending with playing a show. Now, on the 25th, I found a place called Riverdale Farms in Orlando. This is going to be Sarah's challenge day. Okay. Riverdale Farms is kind of... I really don't know too much about it yet. Uh, What it looks and seems to be like to me is essentially like, imagine a neighborhood of hostels. 
What? Yeah. And of like little little like motel rental places. Pretty much thing? like just different hostels and like a cul-de-sac, I guess. That's what it looked like on a map at least. And I talked to the uh guy who who runs it and he's like, Yeah, come by and play a show and you know, hopefully we also get a place to stay for the night. That'd be cool. Um the next day we're going to Daytona. That's another day off. That'll be my challenge day. Uh, so what's the challenge for you that day? Wait, what's Sarah's challenge? I don't. Uh, Sarah's challenge is, um, well, I can't. I don't know if I can tell you. What the, all right, come on, man. Oh we gotta do God. a live reveal. Come on, what is it? You, all right. you could probably tell him. Speak, I speak, speak, I brought, speak. Well, I brought it up already, and I think you said no that you don't want to do it. Oh, the slingshot. Yeah, I'm afraid I'm gonna. I'm afraid I'm gonna be one of those people that go. Oh, that, that, I think that. you gotta do it. Oh, the slingshot, like yeah. the ride slingshot. Yeah. Afraid of fuck any... all of that. Yeah, first I'm not of afraid all. of that. I am, but fuck I am that. afraid of passing out. Like those people that you watch in those videos yeah, that just yeah, like yeah, their yeah. head. That freaks me do, out. Do, 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 I don't want to do just that. Shut down. I don't think you. I don't think. I, that... Did, have you seen the videos of the rubber bands breaking? No, but what do you mean? Oh no, God. I've done it. It I've happened made, in Orlando. I've done it, I've done it like three times. It happened in Florida, fine. I think. I don't know about in Orlando. Yeah, nah. I gotta pull that up. I gotta All right, pull well, now, up. I, now I need to find a different challenge then for Sarah. <laughs> I'm sorry for ruining that. Maybe we'll do like, oh my god, I've, comp- I've we'll do skydiving or something. <laughs> I'd be more apt to do that than I would do that. For really? Real? Yeah, because I feel like the way that you say you're like, lost- you don't want to do it. I, I've skydived before. I oh, love okay. it. Damn, I just nuts. wouldn't do the skydiving solely because I don't have the money to do skydiving at this particular yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah, all this. Shit, I was going to say, that's expensive. expensive. Yeah. I, the only time I did it, my dad got me a Groupon. So, nice. so imagine like... Plugging the Groupon. I basically fronted the money that we're going to be, you know, hopefully we could make back on the tour. So I'm broke until all that comes back. You know what I mean? I don't have the money to do the skydiving. Yeah. But in the near future, I would be totally down. I've... Yeah, parasailing. So how are you guys oh, gonna yeah. do? Are you guys renting a? a we, yeah, yeah, we've rented a van. Um, essentially, so our thought process, my thought process was my last tour. It was just me and my friend at the time, and we were in a Honda Civic. Nice for two weeks, going all the way up Fuck. to Chicago in the dead of winter. We hit negative temperatures and stuff. Then the car started on you, no problem. Oh, it took. Some, there were sometimes it froze over. Fucking yeah, hell. for sure. Uh, but I mean, we, yeah, we, I mean, we so slept. what did you do in those situations? What do you do? We warmed it up. Just, How? How? Uh, we would just, <sighs> turn it, yeah, we would no, just for kind real. of find like, uh, we would just, uh, we, well, would you pour coffee my, on my, it or My something? dumb ass thought of pouring water on it, but it wasn't hot water. <laughs> they fogged those windows. And so it, so it froze over real quick, but, um, then we did you have poured cold fucking water. It wasn't it. cold. It was wow. like, it was room temperature, but also room yeah, temperature but was freeze like freezing. So. As soon as you dump that shit, negative 10. I didn't know. I'm a Florida kid. Uh, oh, you know, uh, so, but you know, but you we slept slushy on. Oh it. my god, <laughs> you might as well have. I mean, but we slept in that thing for two weeks, and so to me, just the fact of having a van is like we have a van, like glamping. That's amazing. Uh, and since it's just three of us, our van has three rows. Everybody gets a bunk. We have storage space under the seats, and then we have a driver and a navigator seat. So. And then we also have a couple friends who are going to be uh, bandwagoning with us. Just going? Yeah, just coming for only a couple of shows, too, just kind of along for the ride. And How the fuck are they going to get back? 
Uh, well, I guess we'll just figure that out when that yeah, happens. Huh? Life's life's a crazy trip, man. All right, <laughs> so let's get to the next day, the All actual right. show, the twenty seventh. Twenty uh, seventh. This is at a place called Uncle Chickens in Daytona. <laughs> okay, this is gonna be. Interesting. I found it. I found out about this place today and was talking because this was another one of the days that was just so hard to book, and um, I just. But you ended up getting it done. I just pretty much I did the research. I went through every search engine I could to find a place that had some sort of live music on uh, a Monday night in Daytona. And I messaged the lady, and she was all for it. She was like, yeah. She was like, as long as it doesn't rain, come on out, play your shit. Nice. Like, so it's it. an outdoor venue. Yeah, so it's an outdoor venue, Uncle Chickens. <laughs> and cool. uh And yeah, and so then the, the next place, St. Augustine, this is... I don't want to play favorites, but this possibly might be my favorite show on the tour. Because you've, you've played here before? Uh, the last time I was here was uh, last September. So, Nobbies. Yeah, I'm stoked for this one. I can't wait. Why yeah. is that? I, I can't wait to go to St. Augustine. Have you been there before? I've, I've been never there before, been there. and I'm excited to see what the crowd is like, like music-wise. The music Ooh, scene is crazy there, there, man. Because it's like a, like a real historic like, well, city, right? So, the last... Yeah, it's, it's, it's the oldest city... Um, in the country. Yeah, it's the oldest city in America. Some shit like that. Yeah, and I think it's 1765 is when it was... Or I thought it was 15. 1565? Something like that. Yeah, or, it sounds... Yeah, because 1765, yeah, yeah, the rest no, of the yeah, country we already was, had, Yeah, we already had shit then. Yeah, we yeah. had our independence in uh, 1776, so right. like... <laughs> yeah, uh, so, but... Oldest anyway, shit. So, in September, um, I played at Sing Out Loud Festival. I got to play with the Menzingers, Hot Water Music, uh, Subhumans, some like really like bands bands that I just fucking admire. Mm-hmm. And it all it was put on by the city of St. Augustine. They do it uh, every year. Um, and it just happened my stage was at Nobby's, and I met met up with the promoter early in the day, ran through soundcheck, and got to talking just about different types of punk rock music and everything. We were really cool. Uh, exchanged numbers and as soon as we came up with the idea of the tour I was like I'm gonna call Charlie and and called him and was like hey put together a show at Nobby's and he was like I'm on it like no questions asked he's like you guys you know we'll take care of you and all that stuff so that's fucking dope so that's the 28th yeah the 28th and then uh Jacksonville was on the menu okay don't know what's going on with that so uh we don't want to Promote a show that's promote, not 100%. Yeah. Uh, so the 29th might be a day off. It might not. We might do a pop-up show. We might do like a flash mob show. Who knows, you know? That's we, interesting. Twitter's an interesting thing We're going to try to make the in-between days, like, we're going to try and make something of it. Yeah. We're going to get music out there somehow, some way. Yeah, day off doesn't want, mean day off. We planned on playing every day. Like, if it was up to us, we'd be playing every day, and that's what we're going to do on the tour. We're going to find some place to post up. Yeah, so after that, after that adventure, and also, uh, since this is like the blank spot in the schedule, I might as well plug this out. I plugged it on the last interview we did, and I'm going to keep trying this shit. I've been <laughs> Shout out to whoever just fucking drove past. Yeah, you're fucking they're killing motherfucker. Right. He must have a huge dick. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been plugging this, and... I don't know. Maybe it'll work. Maybe it won't. But I've been fucking dead set on this YouTube channel lately called Yes Theory. Have you heard of it? I think so. 
they pretty much they just do crazy shit like they live life to the fullest their motto is seek discomfort that's like when i think about living in a van for the next 10 days that's pretty discomfortable and i don't mind it you know uncomfortable Uncomfortable. Uh, <laughs> right. Oh shit! My dad's gonna kill me. He's an English teacher. <laughs> oh. Discomfortable. Oh, shit. Quotation. Discomfortable. Dom- that's Dominic that's gonna be my company name. That's gonna be your first album, dude. Um, but you know, it's kind of just like, yeah, life's too short to fucking wait around for shit. Go do it. Go experience things and even if it scares the shit out of you once you push through that you're gonna have the most amazing experience of your life and so i've been plugging it i want them to be involved somehow in this tour they have this group called the yes fam on facebook Mm -hmm. i've been posting in there i'm like hey in between saint augustine and brandon florida if anybody wants us to play in their backyard if anybody wants us to play in their living room if anybody wants to have a barbecue uh, send us a message on like Instagram, Facebook, like hit us up. We're fucking, we're down for anything. We're just trying to spread music, hang out with people, and have good experiences. That's fucking cool. That's fucking dope, man. How do you come up with this shit? Uh, I get bored easily. <laughs> <laughs> he always, uh, he's always on to the next plan. Yeah. For real, for real. Okay, so that would be the 29th or the 30th. That would. Uh, so the 29th is our day that we're looking to have so, some spontaneous uh, stranger invite us somewhere where we could play or even just have you know a party a dinner together make friends you know whatever that's what the whole traveling experience is about and then on the 30th we're on to brandon uh which brandon is, florida yeah which is pretty much uh straight across from tampa on in in the bay i guess like in like the circle mm-hmm. i don't i don't i've never i've actually never been to tampa have you really i have you've been to tampa i've, I've never been tampa. much in tampa but i've been there yeah, I played one show in Tampa. It was pretty fun. Yeah, yeah, it's a fun town. I got, I have because we have a lot of friends from the West Coast from uh, the Sunsport events that mm-hmm. were no longer a part of. Yeah, I want to talk about <laughs> that. But I want to finish the tour dates. I wanted to ask if it was cool to talk about. I wanted to talk about that. But um, let's, let's get into Brandon. So the thirty so Brandon we're we in the thirtieth. We're at Bootleggers Brewing. Uh, that's gonna be a fun one. And then we're pretty much back home. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Uh, we hit. Uh, Itchot Gallery. I don't even necessarily know if that's how you pronounce that. Inch. I feel like Inchoate. Inchoate. Um, I feel like Inchoate. The the guy is he's super nice. Uh, it's an art gallery. I've checked it out. It looks really fun. Um, we have the Moon Men who are my good friends. Oh, I've heard they're, of them. Yeah, yeah, they're playing with us again that night. So that's the thirty first in Fort Lauderdale. Yep. And then we hit Mar. Uh, we hit O'Malley's in Margate Hell on the first. Yeah. Shout out to O'Malley's. Good old O'Malley's. We actually played, I played O'Malley's the night before flying out to New Orleans with Sarah. It's a fun little spot, man. Oh, the food great. is bomb as fuck. Oh, yeah. The food, so is, good. the food is delicious. That's and, my favorite part about playing. And the parking is always easy as fuck. Oh, yeah. Totally. Were they, still, were they still cooking at O'Malley's when you went? Yeah. They better they fucking were? be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They always I have bomb ass food. I didn't see them cooking food. the last time when I was there. Mac and cheese bites from O'Malley's. If they Ooh. still have those shits, fire. Ooh. Fire. Highly recommend it. So that'll be February 1st. Yep, uh, and then um, the the next one, the the, the next That's one far is shit. the next one's a borderline. It's it's almost like mythical. I don't know if it's gonna happen. Okay, I want it, but to we're gonna make it happen. Mallory Square. What is Mallory Square? Okay, so in Key West, there's this place called Mallory Square where um, tourists and locals. 
gather to see the sunset because it's one of the only points where you can see both the Atlantic Ocean and the Gulf of Mexico. So you can literally see, if you stood there all day, you would see the sun go from side to side, you know, from east to west. Mm -hmm. Um, And they have a whole bunch of street performers there. Now, when I was 16, so about 10 years ago, I remember playing in Mallory Square as a street performer just on a trip. You know, I I showed up at like 6 o'clock. I signed a piece of paper. They gave me like a little rope to square my area off, and I played for 20 minutes and went back to my hotel. Um, Now, I guess, in the recent years, they've gotten very strict on their uh, laws about street performance, and I think that's bullshit. Do you know why? Yeah. um, Why? Enlighten me. uh, So they they have essentially, now they have um, a, a borderline consistent lineup of local street performers who do it full time. So they have this their is people, their job basically. And like don't step on my turf type stuff. Wow. And uh, So it's competitive as shit. Yeah, yeah, and I was looking up so how it works now is if you sign up so say if you go early, they say sign up two hours before sunset. Um if you sign up you have to pay twenty dollars now, which I don't remember being the thing I did when I was sixteen. Twenty I thought, bucks? Yeah, I thought just it, to play on the street. Yeah, I thought it was free when I was sixteen. Well, you know, dude, that's actually not too steep. If it's really like if, a place that has a lot of foot traffic, dude, in New York right. to get a street plane permit, dude, it's like money. Right. You're guaranteed to make something. At least your money back. Um but the way it works is so you can sign up and if you're if you're an out of towner and they fill up and then somebody who's a local or somebody who's got seniority mm-hmm. comes in and is like hey I want to play tonight they're like okay new guy's out screw him and then they just give you your and, money back basically yeah pretty much and you're out of luck so um, at that point I don't want to ever be unkind to anyone or to step on anybody's toes when it comes to their art, but I will militantly play a show in Mallory Square. I don't care if a mob is chasing me out of the square. I'm playing a show in Key West. It's hard to get booked in a place like Key West because all they want are covers. And all of Florida for the most part. Yeah, you know, it's just uh, I could, you know, I could go to a bar, I could play Jimmy Buffett for for three hours, you know, but that's not what I want to do, and it's not really what I'm about. So yeah, I mean, I'm not it's gonna a, sell out for that. It's not know? it's not the same when you're playing someone else's material, and you know, we've done yeah. covers for fun or to fill out a yeah, set or whatever. Right. But yeah, to do a whole set of covers and never All touch an time. original, no, no, no. Yeah. Uh, I mean, no, no, I can't do it. <laughs> no. Yeah, I so, mean, but... It, it kind of feels like it takes the fun out of it. Yeah, totally, because, I mean, it, it, it feels limits, like homework, basically. Yeah, yeah, it limits your creativity, and, it, and for me, like, you know, especially, like, I, uh, when, when I'm told I'll, you know, play some covers, I'll be like, okay, I'm going to play a, a Frank Turner song, or I'm going to play a, a, a Will Varley song. People are like, well, no, we don't know what the fuck you're talking about, and I'm like, well... These That's are the, the songs exactly. I know, you know. This is what I've learned to help. play Don't Stop Believing by Journey. Ugh. Right? Like, <laughs> oh. 
God, or play Wonderwall, man. Oh my God! <laughs> Yo, how, how, I've gotten that how so often many times. Do you guys get asked to play Wonderwall? Uh, any time. Uh, I've played Swampgrass twice, Swampgrass Willies twice, and both times I've been asked to play Wonderwall there. And then I used to play this coffee shop in Delray, and every time I played that coffee shop, I somebody would just yell out Wonderwall. I've never been asked For to play real? Wonderwall, but when I played Sunsport once, this girl asked me if I knew how to play any EDM covers. I said, what? I have an acoustic guitar. I was like, what? I'm sorry I left all my synthesizers and everything right. at home. I'm like, I only have a guitar. I don't know how you want me to play EDM. It's like, I want you to beatbox. Right. <laughs> just That's like, have you seen that video? There's like those those buskers that like do the whole like smacking the guitar as the drum. In oh, that's areas. so cool! Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, buttons and whatnot, but buttons. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. So that's pretty much the schedule we end in Key West, and that's kind of like I said. That's I don't know what's gonna happen with that one, um, but that's also kind of just for us as a team, you know, because that's that's what it. Is. Not even a team, more of a family, like. Me, Sarah, and Quan are, you know, we have to have each other's back 100% for these 10 days. And so that can be mentally exhausting. It can be physically exhausting. Um, Y'all might hate each other. Yeah. There. There's going to be days. There's going to be days where it's like, hey, put your headphones in. I don't want to talk to you. You know, stuff like that. That stuff happens. That's just the, it, it just does. So I think ending in Key West is just, even if the show goes awful, even if it doesn't happen, it's just a way for us to all end on a high note and sit and look back at like, hey, we did this. Like we collectively put this together. We executed it. Went through hard times. Went through good times. And nobody can take that away from us. Yeah, and I, I trust me, dude. When it's gonna it's gonna be over so fast, dude. I you're, know. You're I, gonna I'm be gonna be to go right back again. You're gonna be <laughs> heading out to Orlando Brewing, and then you're gonna be. You're going to blink and you're going to be on your way back from Key West from fighting people down at Mallory Square to, for your spot. Right. You know? So crazy. It's going to be like elbows. the Warriors. Everyone's dressed in their colors and shit. Right. We're A little over two weeks. We are. Uh, they do have an awesome San, uh, in St. Augustine. They have um, one of the better. They also have one in Key West, by the way, a pirate museum. But um, in St. Augustine, <laughs> they have a they have this pirate museum and we're getting we're gonna get a flag we don't know which one yet but we're gonna get a flag and we're gonna fly that shit from san augustine back home you know on the van on, on the van how are you gonna stand it there duct tape duct tape <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh yo that's gonna be fucking lit dude we'll just, so you don't we'll know just, what flag you're gonna get yet you just no, know you're gonna get a flag I, I, i'm a big fan of blackbeard's flag it's the the one with the skull stab in the heart that's one of my that. favorites. I haven't seen that. Yeah, you would, if, I think you would if you saw it. If you saw maybe, the flag, maybe. he's got like he's got like a glass of wine and then he's stabbing a heart. Can I look that up? I'm look that Do up. that shit. Yeah, I think if you saw it, you'd black beards, black black beards flag. flag. So that's in St. Augustine. Yeah, yeah, and then Key West also has a great pirate museum. They're kind of similar. Oh, yeah, yeah, right? that's just pretty lit. I fuck with that. Get That's a, the one, right? Yeah, get one of those big ass flags, fly that shit out the window. That's kind of hard. I would put that like on a shirt. Cause I mean, that's also essentially uh, to to be overly dramatic. That's kind of what being on tour is. You're essentially a road pirate. You're going into a city. You're gonna pillage the town and just run off to the next city. You know, in a way. And and you know, it's being a pirate. The town. It's, 
<laughs> we're gonna take everything from everything. you and we'll play music Let's for you. Let's go. Yeah, but listen to this song real quick. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, no it's kind pirates of... did play songs and shit because they were on the boat. Yeah, like Dude. you gotta do something. Right? And you drink all day. Gotta pass the time somehow Yeah you know you're gonna be cracking open some brewskis at 11 in the morning Pretty much Well and that's where um, I've decided on uh, I've already set my tour diet Which is uh, a tip that actually we already mentioned Dave Grohl once Dave Grohl talked about when he was in the early days When he was in his first band Scream They would do these like road salads So pretty much you'd buy a bag of lettuce and you'd buy, you'd like get some carrots or some shit, break them up, shove them in the bag, throw some dressing in there, and just eat that shit out the bag. And that's your meal. And it's healthy and it's cheap. Fuck salad, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to be eating like burger tacos. Yeah, fuck oh, salad. Oh, yeah. Dude. Well, and that's I like... agree with having a, a tour diet, that's smart, but fuck salad. I'll eat soup before I eat a oh, fucking I'll, salad. I'll, I'm in for a salad, some but not some, some alphabet gravy. soup. I'm not eating a gas station salad. No, no, I no, can't do I'm that. sorry. I'll I eat a salad. gas station fucking ham sandwich before you eat a fucking yeah, gas anything, station yeah, salad. Yeah, anything dude. else but a salad. That's the, fu- just... the ones that come in the triangle plastic, no. I'll eat one of those shits before I eat no, a fucking salad. Plus, they're like eight ninety nine for those little things. You're right. Dude. I think I'm also probably just gonna get like my my fiance works at Costco, so I'm just gonna get one of the biggest fucking things of like ramen I can. That's find. what I'm saying. Oh, where man, the fuck get are you gonna cook snacks. it though? Well, I mean, all you need is the water, right? So just go into a gas station, buy a bottle of water. Heat it up in their microwave. Do, does every gas station have a microwave available, though? Some do. Most I don't do. Think so. I think most do. I don't think so. I think most gas stations I, have microwaves. And plus, I've never heard of... Sarah's been telling me about these things called Travel J's. Oh, Flying J's. Oh, flying I'm J's. Gonna take you, I'm going to show you, dude, the flying secret. Flying J's. Yeah, it's like a truck stop. And at this truck, all the truck stops, I think there's, an, there's another one. I forget the, the name of the other one. But Flying J, yeah, it's a truck stop. And you can do your laundry there. You they they have food there. You can usually there's like a subway or something else connected to it. It's a pretty big place. You're allowed to just camp there for the night, like sleep there. Don't they have like showers? Yeah, too? they have showers. You go and you pay eleven bucks and you take a shower. It's in a hot. And where do they where do they have them? They uh, I never they, heard of that. They're on the side. It's like the Turnpike in ninety five. Like by like rest areas, I assume. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, but they're like every such and such miles away. Right. But it's it's. Yeah, they're they're really cool. Like definitely Those are gonna, gonna be, gonna a be lifesaver. yeah, they're your best friend on the road. That's why I don't mind car trips because I have to. I'm the kind of person that has to take a. Sh- I have to take a shower at least once a day. Man. For sure, dude. have to, and I'm willing to pay 11 bucks to take a fucking shower. I can't. I can't I, not do that. I feel you 100 so on that. When I discovered these truck stops, I was like, dude, I'm, I'm life in. saved. Yeah, lifesaver. That's Definitely. fucking dope, man. I've never fucking heard of that shit. Also, yeah, man. You could do your laundry. Right, right. That shit would have saved my life on the last tour. <laughs> For we real, started dude. smelling pretty bad coming home. Oh, <laughs> yeah, they dude. have like how many, baby wipes. How many days, dude? Without, uh, without was, a shower? Uh, 12. Fuck. 12 days. That's some post Malone oh, but, shit. But I mean, but yeah. chick, you don't want to pretty much don't want to do Pretty that. much it you was just baby shower. it was baby wipe showers, you know. We had like a couple boxes of baby wipes and that's it's what you got. You know? oh, and plus, it, like, not like even I a said, gym. Y'all don't even have no U fit. Yo, no, yo, let me so get out of here. And my car for a year. U fit, bro. Planet Twenty bucks a month. You can go yeah. to anyone, dude. The, the, worked out. Took my shower. Yeah, fuck yeah. The worst was because uh, like we were even thinking of like using somebody's hose, but it was freezing outside. 
It's like, what are we going to do? Spray ourselves down with somebody's hose outside and fucking freeze our nuts off? Like, yes. that's not... <laughs> I, I, took, I took the baby wipe route. And my stepmom just hooked it up with the cool... This You probably already know about this. You probably don't. No. I didn't. Okay. There's this shit called dry shampoo, and it's a spray. Huh? Right? It's a spray. Spray and like you spray it into your hair in layers, and it's like shampoo. It cleans your hair, and nah. you haven't heard of that. No, I've heard of it, but I just don't. I don't use that stuff. So how does my, that work? My stepmom got it for me, and I tried it one day, and it fucking it's, it's it basically works like great. Febreze for your hair. It works. Great. No, my shit felt clean, yo. Like it felt really. Clean. I never heard of that. I shit. liked it. I kind of almost liked the way it felt more than normal shampoo. No, to be honest, out. <laughs> you're out of here, dude. I'm no, sorry. dude, you're nuts, dude. I no longer wash my hair ever. Nope, it's it's dry shampoo from these days on. Oh god, dry shampoo. It's it's the you bomb. gotta wash your hair. You no got, no no. Of course you have to your wash hair your hair. Is different <laughs> than your scalp. You gotta get your scalp. Too. No, but it, it it's like it, it helps your shit. So so you don't add water or nothing. No, you it, just it, spray it your hair. Looks like and you you're still done. gotta wash your it scalp. Looks like, at it some looks point. like you're spraying Axe on your head. No, I can't. I know. Yeah, man, I, <laughs> I can't. I, I can't get on board with that. I need to get that. That's the same way I feel about spray deodorant. Oh, I've heard. That. See, that's that like shit's I had a friend awful. that was all oh, for that. that. Yeah, too. I'm not a fan of that either, dude. There's also this thing. I think it's called Crystal Rock or some shit like that, where these hippies, that's a drug. whatever. <laughs> <laughs> these hippies are rubbing like a crystal on their armpit, and it's like uh, it's like a mineral or some shit like that. And supposedly it has like odor eliminating shit, but it doesn't you know it also do, has it a, it salt water. Nothing. Salt if water. you use salt water, that works. That was my plan. If we didn't have anywhere to shower on tour, it was like we'll go to the beach. They have the showers out there. Oh, oh no, yeah, it yeah, doesn't work smart. that way. Why not? You could use the showers, like the ones oh, that they have oh, for the like beach the sand showers. Off, I right? thought he meant taking like using no, the not water. Into I was the like, not this dirty Florida water that you could wash off. And I was like, yeah, that's worse. Yeah, case oh on. yeah, the beach showers. That's totally. worst case, dude. Ontario. That's what you could have done, dude. Yeah, but not in Chicago. Oh, but yes. Oh no. So speaking of. Of hippies, that, can, can we, let's let's get because last time you were here, you hyped the shit out of this festival thing. I did you promoted the fuck out of it? Was going to be your first time taking the reins of it with your boy Duke Parks, right? Yep. See, I remember vaguely things. <laughs> so what's what's the, what's the name of the festival? So it, the, it, the festival that shall not be named. Can we do it that? Yeah. Can we do that. All right. Cool. We'll just say that. So you hosted it for last year. Uh, this well, year, the thing was, we did one. We did three. Since the last time I've been here. So they did one like every season. Every season like of the year? Yeah. So one like every like three, three months? Was frequent. it four? So like every yeah, three was, months? Was it yeah. Four? Yeah. So yeah. Four shows and, this year. Um, you know, the the not the second to last one had just a little bit of a weird vibe. It was weird. Um, the second to last it one. It was weird. Yeah, this that, is the nudist thing, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. So it's a nudist colony and typically like, you know, I'm not a nudist uh, but right. I don't, you know, I, I'll fucking try anything. And if it's fun, I'm down. And we've had great parties. We've had pool parties, hot tub parties, giant bonfires, you know, and I've had some great experiences at this place. Um, and I enjoyed running the festivals for a long time, but 
the second to last one just kind of felt weird, and I was kind of like, well, maybe it's time to kind of step away from it. What was the vibe that changed? Like, what was different? Um, at first, it was always... Uh, they were standoffish. Yeah, my first experience <laughs> there was, oh, was very welcoming, and um, I made so many friends that... Um, I still am, like that will be lifelong friends um, that like I know that we'll see in other places like for instance on the tour I know we have people coming out to Brandon we have people coming out to Orlando that I've met at Sunsport mm-hmm. and um, just the way that their management handled things uh, this is the second to last time yeah this is the second to last time they started to kind of just drive people away and this final time um it was the first night we were having our drum circle, um, which we have this character and shout out Rao. Uh, <laughs> yes, he is. Believe he's uh, he's not he's not human. He's an animal. He is he. I've never seen anything like it. He, <laughs> In what way? Okay, so way. it had been raining all day, and we had set. Quan and I were setting up the stage. We were setting up. We were trying to set up a fire, but the all the wood was wet. And so mid, oh, yeah. so midnight comes around, and uh, we'd given up on the fire. We're like, it's not happening. Raw shows up at midnight, late, as he always is. And he kind of looks at us. He's like, where's the fire? We're like, oh, the wood's wet. He's like, no, it's not. Like, yeah, dude, it just rained. The wood's wet. This motherfucker goes and starts yelling at the fire and waving and blowing his hands and fanning it and doing everything he can and he did it like he he, it took him like 35 minutes but he dried these tree trunks and created like an eight foot bonfire it was the craziest thing i would ever seen he was pouring sweat i was amazed i was so impressed that sounds incredible yeah and she and so then like we're all hyped like he's started this this great fire and whatnot and he, him and his friends start bringing out all these different drums and everybody wants to play them and one of their management comes over and kind of yells at us about playing the drums and Raul kind of said it as true as it could be he kind of just said look well you guys know this festival is happening this weekend it seems like you guys don't want us here you know why have why book this festival if we're not allowed to do the things that we do at these festivals? And he's such a nice dude too. So yeah, and so it just it escalated from there, and then there were a lot of other just. So wait, you guys were in uh, around an eight foot tall bonfire mm-hmm. playing drums, right? Naked. Uh, I was cold because keep in mind this is December. Okay, so I was in Florida. Uh, yeah, in Florida. yeah. So I mean, it was probably like but take I your think clothes off, and, and it was probably like fifty. Though, yeah. I think it was like fifty-five. <laughs> You're a little, it's chilly. Okay, so so, so no like, one was naked. Some people were okay. Um, mo- most people were. I wasn't because I was like some people are very dedicated, dedicated to it. I was like, no, I'm cold. It's fifty-five degrees outside. I'm gonna wear my jammies. I'll watch. I'll participate. 
I did. We did. Okay, so what happened was we got yelled at for the drum circle. But like dudes in suits came out. Like no, no. so no, no. <laughs> uh, uh, the management guy in the tie dye shirt with his dick out came out and yelled at us pretty much. To be honest, <laughs> and, and it's, it's really hard to take that guy seriously. So some dude walked up to you with a tie dye shirt. Shout, and his dick out, shout out Tom, motherfucker! Yelling out, <laughs> yelling Tom. to you guys. Dude. Yeah, and so he's yelling at us, and like uh, we. we yeah, he was. Yeah, it, was did, it did get very heated to the point where um, Du Parks and him also got into a very, you know, Du Parks was backing up Raul. It's hard to fight a dude when he's got. You his know, dick it out. was. Yeah, I know, <laughs> and that's where it's like. Oh my gosh! Du Parks is my best friend. He's my oldest friend, but this is one of the only times in my entire life that I had to. It got very heated, and it got to the point where I had to yell at him to shut the fuck up. And he kind of like gave me that look, like, "Oh shit, I did, I, like, I should shut the fuck up." And then like I yelled, "He gave at, you the look, like, yeah." You he was chill like, out. He, "No, he like gave me the look, like, oh shit, you're right." And then I like yelled at the other management guy. I was like, "You need to go because every because for one thing, I've got thirty people around me right now who are here for this festival, and you're coming here to tell them that they can't do the shit that they were promised they were able to do at this festival. I'm telling you to leave for your safety." Not mine. I'm fine. Like, he left, told us we weren't allowed to make any noise, and that's where kind of the rebellion started. And we oh, ended up shit. going, ended up going to Revenge of the Naked Hippies. Yeah, yep. ended up going to the hot tub, uh, which is, you know, on their compound pretty much. And then we had a big bottle of whiskey and we got as loud as possible to the point where uh, Raul at one point I think it had to be three in the morning he was screaming at the top of his lungs is this too loud for you Sunsport <laughs> and we yeah. like I had friends coming up who like live on the edge of like the the whole little area reservation or whatever who were like I can't believe you guys didn't kick out you get, get kicked out we you guys woke us up at like four in the morning <laughs> and we're on the edge of the compound like Fuck. so and then the last day just kind of got to the point where it was you know i think it's time to part ways so uh we the last show you mean uh well we didn't even i didn't even get to, we didn't even we get laughed to perform. as soon as i showed up we just laughed it, there is a thing going on with because the first night was supposed to be sarah myself and um Rao mm -hmm. performing and um yeah morley the owner of the place kind of just decided around noon that he was gonna come and cause a problem with du parks and uh du parks claimed it might have something to do with his race um okay that's 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 getting deep yeah. so okay so who who's morley you said morley yeah he's this old guy and you know what where's sunsport sunsports in loxahatchee and here's one of the things too that made me so comfortable with making this decision to not work with them anymore is i did not know and this is my fucking disclaimer like legal disclaimer I did not know that they published pictures of the people that I have go there online. Yeah. And apparently also children. Yep, I have that. And so I, I did not know that, and that's something I completely disagree with. And I think that if you go to a place like this, unless you're an adult giving permission, for instance, if you're going to a place like this, it's, it shouldn't be you put a wristband on to not be photographed. It should be the opposite. You put a wristband on to say that it's okay to photograph you. 
you know, because that should be a place of of, of privacy. Yes, I you agree know? with that. Yeah, not everybody wants their dick on the internet. Yeah, yeah, they post it online for people to see. Like, where do they post it? Because on, Facebook, on their website. Oh, on their website. Yeah, that's and, fucked up. But I guess you have to sign a contract when you're going in there. Like, they take your license. They want your if you drove. They want your see. Fuck all, all of, of it. that. I think, yeah, that's where. And there's there's apparently I. But you're I, signing a, a agreement basically. I think there's like a terms of agreement somewhere yeah. on the little contract that says somewhere that you're going. Probably to, when you purchase a ticket, you have to agree to right. all that shit. And my yeah. my big thing is just. Um, I don't fuck with fake hippies. If you're going to be true or if you want to be all about peace and love and you want to be naked, that's awesome. Be a genuinely nice person. Don't just be naked and think you can be an asshole. Mm-hmm. And which is what a lot of, a lot of their staff was kind of, and that's not to say all their staff. A lot of their younger staff is very more entwined into the culture of like, we're all just trying to figure out what we're doing on this rock. Um, Mm -hmm. I will say I can't say too much but I can say that uh, there is a group called FYN um, who was the ones who originally ran the events at Sunsport and I've been in touch with the uh, owner of of FYN and kind of said like hey (laughs) I get why you left Um, and he's been very nice and we're looking forward to working together uh, soon like I said, I'm not a nudist. I'm not necessarily in any rush to do nudist events. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm open to them, and I kind of do want to do one just to kind of say, oh, well, I found... Because a lot of people at the Sunsport one have been saying that Sunsport treats the people wrong. And, at, you know, I was running it at the time. I was trying to defend the place and be like, no, 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 this is a great festival. This is a great festival. But everybody's like, no, you need to come here at this date and do this festival and so now are you gonna go back and try a different one or yeah it's it's <clears throat> not gonna be at Sunsport it's at a, of course it, it'll be at a place called it'll be at a place called Lake Como mm-hmm. um, that's still in Florida yeah it's it's on the west coast uh, around the Sarasota area I believe ah okay okay um, and I, I've heard it's gorgeous I've heard the people there are amazing and I've heard it's very large in scale um, which I'm totally down for as well. Fuck yeah! I mean that that it's unfortunate the way that that things ended up turning out, but yeah, I feel like it's just you gotta make you gotta make the choice sometimes, you know. Yeah, I mean you can't um, you can't have that much conflict. You know what I mean? You, it, you're it putting yourself in a bad it. position. For one thing, um, I felt extremely offended. Um, I I spent the three months planning the event. Um, like I do with every single one. And I sent them the schedule about a month before the finalized schedule. And then the day of the event, I get an email about why are we paying all these solo artists, but we want uh, established bands. And I told them straight up, I'm like, you give me a $600 budget and you want me to book two nights of festivities and workshops. People aren't coming to Loxahatchee for a band isn't coming to Loxahatchee for fifty bucks. Exactly, you have to pay all the members of your band. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not happening, and they didn't understand. And they kind of tried to say, "Well, we we have festivals where we don't even pay our performers or our vendors." And I was like, "They're wasting their time." Then yeah, I was yes. like, "You found some gullible people." That's fucking crazy. 
And so that was the biggest thing is they I don't didn't pay him shit. Yeah. Nothing. That's what he was trying to tell he claims us that they like it like that. Yeah. He was trying like, to who likes to like take time and effort and drive all the way out there to the put, middle of nowhere, put their creativity out there and then, Oh, it's, it's all for free. You're going to be out here yeah. all day for three days for free. Yeah. And that's kind of, that was the last straw for me because my biggest thing when I took over the festivals at the time, workshops weren't being paid. And so we had, we had guys coming in doing tie dye, people teaching yoga, and they're people, making money because every know. person that goes in there after the second time, first time's free. All these people are returning back to Sunsport, and they're not. It's not just musicians that are there. It's also the people that are going to watch the music. They're getting twenty bucks a head for every returning person because you have to pay Sunsport to get in. So where where's the budget going? You know yeah. what I mean? Is in it their going pockets? Probably right. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, yeah, it and was... the people there. You know, it kind of seems like. Half of the place is cool, and then half of the other place is trying to be a 55 and over naked community. So yeah. they're all kind of, you know, get off my lawn, stick up their ass. Yeah, I think, and that, that I think that that's part of the problem with this festival is like where where it's set up, like yeah. where it's set up primarily is in front of where like a lot of people are directly getting hit by that noise, so they're complaining. It's not that big of a a place but the one he's been talking about seems you know more yeah. friendly to that like they want people to come because I don't know you think that you'd be more friendly to the people that are kind of supporting your community because if they're getting $20 ahead whether it's going into that person's pocket or going to the community you know I don't know you think the, you'd when want... you were running it Dom not to interrupt you oh sorry no 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 no, no my bad Go off topic. um um did you ever consider moving locations or looking for another campground um, or something? Well, I didn't really ever consider moving locations. Because you hadn't had a bad experience yet when you were... It wasn't here. even that. It was just kind of... I didn't... It's not that... I just didn't really have any interest in... I still I still don't really have any interest in pursuing nudist events as a... As a thing. It was kind of just a fun thing that I got booked for once and turned out to have a blast, and I was going to do it as long as I was still having fun. And as soon as the fun stopped, that's when I was like, okay, time to wipe my hands from this. I think that being in a position of having to book many artists and vendors and stuff like that that would run a big event like that mm. gives you good experience in booking something like this, like a tour. Or yeah. you can make your own festival down the line. Like, so many artists are making money that way, making their own festival. Like, you know, uh, Tyler Creator has his own festival. Uh, yeah, Terrell Malone awesome. has his own festival. Well, and it's just like, it's also it's, it's all about a thing the, for a while. Oh, yeah. It's all about the connections that you make, you know. Not um, Fest is a thing now. Slipknot has their own festival. Like, yeah. It's just a good way to make money. You get some, uh, some great fucking acts there. You, you get to promote people that you fuck with. Right. By putting them on a festival with really big headliners, you know? Yeah, well, and, like, even so, like, for instance, like, for some of these dates on the tour, you know, like, we get to play with artists that I don't typically get to play with because they're from out of town, and they used to come into town for the Sunsport events. Oh, okay. And, you know, I get to see people that I know I wouldn't typically see because now I don't do those events anymore, you know? So now it's, like, uh, you know, it's in the air of what's going to happen if, if I play any shows for FYN I'd love to I'm totally op totally open to it um, but I, it's it's important for me to distinguish that the fact that I won't be returning to Sunsport doesn't diminish any of the friendships that I made there 
um, those friendships are still extremely real and true and and born out of just pure kindness and compassion and some of the best friends I've ever I've, I'll ever have I met there and so that's where it's like it's kind of like um people say like don't blame the people for a government's choice it's like I don't blame the people of Sunsport for the way their management works um right I have I have a lot of good friends that that live there full time yeah, same you know and so you know I don't hold that against them it just when it comes down to it the fact of the matter is if they don't want to treat artists right I don't want to have anything to do with them yeah I feel you on that man I think that's a good note to end on I mean we've been talking for over an hour and ten minutes Hell at yeah. this point which is <laughs> we crazy did it. yeah we, we, we overdid it <laughs> but uh, that's never a bad thing let's plug your tour one more time plug your social media all your music and stuff and then let's get you guys out of here hell yeah uh, so we got Orlando coming up on January 24th. That's at Orlando Brewing Company. The next night on the 25th, we're at Riverdale Farms, also in Orlando. On the 27th, we're in Daytona heading to Uncle Chickens. <laughs> <laughs> then the next night, 28th, we're in St. Augustine at Nobby's, which is going to be an awesome show. I'm super excited for that one. Then on the 30th, we're in Brandon at Bootleggers Brewing. Then we're back home on the 31st, Fort Lauderdale at It Choke Gallery. Then on February 1st, we're at O'Malley's in Margate. And then we're going to try our luck down in Key West and see if we could figure some shit out there. That would be a good uh, thing for your YouTube channel, like a video series of like you guys. Oh, he's on it already. Going down. Okay, this is a thing in the works already, huh? You guys you are documenting the, the whole tour. I got a, I got an entrepreneurship for dummies book. Oh, dude, we got a. Uh, <laughs> when we did our little mini tour uh, going to Tampa, we we brought the GoPros. We had a van and shit. We have uh, us, <laughs> everyone in the car singing Bohemian Rhapsody. Nice. <laughs> <That's> awesome. <laughs> so it was a I, lot I of fun. Like it- I feel like you showed me that. I might have. I feel like you did. I might have. I don't know. But uh, Sarah, you're going to be on these shows too, but where can people find you on social media and find your uh, your EP? Um, Sarah Scully uh, Music on t- on Twitter. Uh, find me, Sarah. You can find me on the Quacks, Q-U-A-X, on uh, Facebook. Uh, the Quacks Candle EP. Fuck yeah, go check that shit out. Yeah, for it's sure. on Spotify and all that? Um, it's on iTunes. Okay. It's not on Spotify. Gotcha. So Apple Music, YouTube. Yes, on YouTube. If you, it should be under the Quacks Q A X topic. Um, I think that's who hosted. I guess once you go onto iTunes, it immediately puts it onto YouTube. But you could check all that out. Fuck Sa- yeah. Sarah still has a flip phone. She's getting I used do. to these. I am. I had to build. I have all these social medias, and I'm like, oh my gosh, in my head, I'm trying to remember them all. <laughs> yeah, like, man, yeah I do have these. It's so important nowadays. Oh, uh, yeah. If I didn't have to do it, I wouldn't, honestly. I'd be uh, way off that yeah, shit. Yeah, sometimes it's a pain, but it's... Uh, sometimes you get to meet nice. some cool people. Yeah. I forget right. I have a Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I just got on Twitter. Twitter Me st- too. I, and I barely use it, to be honest. Uh, I don't know. I got to get more on that, though. You, you meet a lot of cool people on Twitter from what yeah, I hear. Yeah, for sure. But, uh, Dom, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on uh, Dom McDelaney on pretty much everything. Twitter, Instagram. Chubby Face- EP. Chubby EP is on Spotify. It's on Apple Music. 
It's on CD Baby. It's on Hell YouTube. Yeah. Friendster. Five Star. What is on, it? High Five? It's on MySpace. Actually, it's probably not. I don't know. But <laughs> I wish MySpace should come back. D- just do it, dude. It's free. Help us, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> right? Tom's always your, your friend. Your only hope. <laughs> but yeah, so that's, yeah, we're going to be on tour. Come check us out. It's going to be really fun. The name of the tour is? The Road Dog Tour Road Dog Tour 2020. Fuck yeah. All right. So make sure you guys follow them on social media. Check out their tour. Go see them live. Check out their music. And if you don't uh, follow us on Instagram, The Throne Podcast with underscores, make sure you fucking follow us. Fucking keep in touch. Make sure you 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 stay updated on all the latest shows. Uh, Other than that, man, I wish you guys the best on your tour. Definitely come back after, and then let's talk about how it went. I'll link me to the video, all that shit. Definitely, man, all that shit. Bring it back, and and let's do this again. Thanks for having us, man. No problem, man. It was nice meeting uh, you. Can I put um, like how? Can I put some of your songs, or I guess one of each, at the end of the episode? Yeah, I would love that. Totally, dude. Okay, cool. So we'll get um, a Dominic song and a Sarah Scully song here at the end. So make sure you stay tuned.
Younger days were better times in need An excuse to be alive Get in trouble at the record store Just spend the night on your bedroom floor Playing song after song Favorite parts when you sing along And those are great songs that I had But those are a special kind of sad on the day that Hodgman died, I learned what it means to be alive. And Carly's so strung out, it seems we don't know what life means. I've been trying hard, and I swear to my friends that I'll always be there. I've probably cried more than I should. The sad songs make me feel good. I hide now in the road Bury myself in numbered shows And like a totem pole I climb That's just the way that I'm designed And every night I spend with friends Is why I crave the weekend we'll Run around, they think we're mad Those are the best times that I get Done the day that I Good.